Yes, indeed, people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, buddy. Sound a little different, people? Do we sound a little different? Sound a little, little, little bit different? That's because we're in real studio. The man studio. <laughs> Did, decided to do a little thing a little bit different. Um, and we're at Phil's castle. What's the hassle? I have no hand clap drop now. There we go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, that's right. We're at Phil's castle. What's the hassle? Beautiful Fallbrook, California. And uh, let me tell you guys, the vibe is right, okay? The vibe is definitely right. We got some ambiance, and uh, I mean, it's real. Feels good. Yeah. I didn't have to leave my house. It's great. It's awesome. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's baffles. It's decorated. I mean, it's just... No drum setup though. I'm a little bit disappointed in that. Sorry. I, you know, don't ever have me back here unless there's drums. Well, there I have a gig tonight. And no excuses. Space. No, I'm sorry, but no. Dang it. <laughs> Failure. Uh, so yeah, we're here. It's now. We decided to do the show. We took a few weeks off, and uh, Phil looks just just he's nice and groomed, shaved. No more bearded Phil. Short hair. Very attractive people. Very attractive. <laughs> um, and uh, we got the coffee. You know, the rain's coming tomorrow. It's it's just very cozy and warm in here. It's going to rain tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, snap. Free yeah. water from the sky. Yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, it's just, we got a, we got a set up here. We got a set up here. I don't have a dongle, so our, our drops are janky as heck. You know, I'm still working on it myself. See what I mean? He sounds like he's in a different room saying that, but dang it, we don't care. We're at Phil's castle. What's the hassle? All right, so I'm Corey Kingston. We got an amazing show for you, just the best ever. Okay, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be great. <laughs> it's gonna be the best one we've done yet. This is show episode, I don't know, one twenty-five. I can't remember. Yeah, I mean, we're just pumping them out. And um, that voice that you hear is the one, the only, the fantastic, the amazing. We're in his home studio. Yeah. Funky Phil Pardell. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Our show is janky. We got weird drops today. It is what it is, but it's all right. It's all right. We're here. We're here. And it's now. I'm too calm. You know, I feel like I'm amped. I just went on a bike ride. Yeah. And I haven't eaten anything and I'm just drinking coffee, but I don't feel amped. Why not? Because the ambiance is so just relaxing in here. It is pretty smooth. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. It's like Christopher Cross up in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly like Christopher Cross. Sailing, <laughs> take me away. Oh, oh, I'm, first of all, I'm stealing that because you always steal my drops of me singing. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I am a professional singer. A lot of true. people don't realize this. Yeah. You have a vocal teacher as a wife, so. Yeah. Whitney doesn't know yet. Yeah, I hate just, that. It would just make her feel bad, you know? 
Well, <laughs> it made me feel very inadequate. <laughs> uh, so um, before we get started, Drum Brigade, um, you know, we I say the same thing every week, but you know what it is. Just check out drumbrigade.com and um, there you'll find all the things that we do. We do a podcast. We do, um, I don't know, drum lessons. You know, we sell stuff, merch and stuff. Um, you can buy drumsticks. You can use our drumsticks. You can, you know, do media stuff, watch our videos. Um, sometimes we do videos and you don't know it's us. It's true. We do videos for other companies. <laughs> You know, I've done a bunch of different advertising, like not advertising, but like review videos for some of my endorsement companies like Revolution. You do a lot of videos that people don't even know it's you unless they're like very familiar with your hands. I'm a, I'm a mystery drummer. Yeah. And yeah. so, um, yeah, we do all kinds of stuff. You can hire us for different things, too. Mm -hmm. Phil will be a date for you. Yeah. The price is right. Let's do it. Escort. <laughs> um and so uh you know yeah you can just visit us dm us use the contact form drumbrigade.com if you got any questions or just hit us up on instagram we're happy to hear from you anytime but only good we don't like hearing bad you guys sucked on this podcast episode don't hit us up with that yeah hit us up with like you guys were great yeah and then it'll make us very happy we try to run a positive ship here yeah okay so um, anyways, yeah, drumbrigade.com. Visit us, do all the things that you know we do. Take advantage, make a statement, wearing our merch, all of that stuff. We do everything, everything that we do in Drum Brigade is all in the name of camaraderie over competition. And um, we do, um, we base everything on our core values of belonging and acceptance in the drum community, the music community, or just people in general. So if you're into that, like us, then yeah, show it, support, all that jazz. Um, and uh, if you want to hire me or Funky Phil, just visit our personal website. So you can use a contact form and I can get you in touch either way. But um, it's Corey Kingston, K-O-R-E-Y-K-I-N-G-S-T-O-N.com. Phil Pardell, P-H-I-L-P-A-R-D-E-L-L. -L. Also, I always mention to, because it's in the family, but your wife has um, a music school in North County, San Diego, very, very North County though. Um, and it's called Little Dell Studios. And Aww. so if you guys want some um, music lessons, yeah, amazing teacher. We all taught together at the same place. And it's now true. we've split off and done our own things and the world is not ready. Uh -uh. <laughs> so yeah, if you guys are looking for um, lessons for your kids or you know adults or whatever, please hit it up, Little Dell Studios, or just reach cont contact Funky Phil. All right, or me. I'll get you in touch. All right, guys. So we're going to get into it. Yes, sir. Well, Phil, it's been a couple weeks. It's been a couple weeks. How's it going? You doing, doing anything noteworthy or... <laughs> Um, what have I been doing? I've been playing drums. Yeah. I made another trip around the sun last week. Oh, yeah. oh man. I don't have it. Oh, just I'm now like super old. 
There we go. So we did the 27 Club show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I guess we've had an episode. Or did we do it? No, we, we didn't. Do you were talking week. about doing it. Yeah. It was super cool. Yes. A lot of fun. Everyone had fun. It was the longest sound check I've ever done. <laughs> How many piece band? Well, there was like a house band, okay. which was Whitney's band. We were the, the backing band for all the acts. Oh, But okay. there was like a, a bunch of different lead singers I see. and some horns. So there was like a Jim Morrison... There's a Janis Joplin. Wow. Amy Winehouse. Yes. Kurt Cobain. Jimi Hendrix. Wow. We did. Uh, oh, there was a, a guy doing um, Robert Johnson stuff solo. Nice. Oh, cool. And then he joined us on the last song, too. And um, Jody sang an Otis Redding song. Very cool. Yeah. He's the right guy for that. Yeah. Uh, so it was just, you know, there's a lot of different people to line up. How many songs for? of each person did you do? It was like four, three or four usually. Oh, that's a long show, man. Yeah, some of them there was five. Dang. The uh, it was super fun. It was really, it was really cool having so many different styles. Yeah, and just like trying to do all these different artists authentically, you know? That's cool. Like doing man. my best. I was saying that Mitch I wanted. Mitchell. Yeah, I was saying I wanted to go to that show, and then I just completely forgot and. It's cool. I think there's Idiot. gonna be I think there's gonna be videos and stuff okay. of it. But is that the belly up, right? It was at the belly yeah. up, so the sound was great. It looked great. Did that organ, the sound guy, organ player play with you guys? He's like the he's like the monitor guy. He's like an old rocker guy. No. Well Jody played organ. Oh yeah. He had okay. his organ and Wurlitzer. You know who I'm talking about though, that guy at, at Belly Up? The dude absolutely rips on organ. Really? Like that's I'm, awesome. I'm talking like he probably did play with Yes or something. Like he oh, rips and like super cool and like the progressive, not like jazz organ, like progressive rock organ. It's like one time we played there. I was playing there with the Agrolites, and you know it's like lead organ, like organ led kind of band. And um, we were, you know, we were sound checking and stuff and he's like all right i need to get some more of that organ he's like really lay into it and the guy was just doing his thing and then he like comes over and sits down and just like like crazy crazy we're like dude and he's just like yeah i you know i played organ for a long time he's like just an old rocker with long hair and stuff you know oh that's cool that's funny i haven't played at the belly up in a long time though yeah man that place is great i'm actually playing there again this week Cool. With uh, Kimmy Bitter. I don't have never heard Kimmy Bitter. Yeah, she's um, Willis's significant other. Okay. And she's awesome. Yeah. Dope. It's kind of got kind of more of a old school. Well, it, it, her songs kind of bounce around a bit, but there's definitely a uh, Americana, like '70s Americana, like sometimes country, sometimes more rock. Nice. But very like that in that realm. Very cool a vibe. It's it's gonna be fun. Is this like for the San Diego Music Awards kind of thing? No, there's something going on at the Belly Up for like promotion for new records and all that stuff. This is, I think, it was supposed to be a release show for her nice new stuff. Yeah, uh, we're we're yeah we're headlining, and it's on Wednesday. Oh snap! Twenty third. Yeah, that's in a few days. Yeah, 
Yeah. You get me in or? Probably. Yeah, if you want to come. I might want to come to that. That sounds cool. Yeah, we've got, so I'm playing with Whitney tonight and then Kimmy on Wednesday. And then um, I'm sitting in with the Pocket Candy Band on Friday. And I'm playing, I'm also playing with Anthony Collins that day. Dude. And then I'm playing with Anthony again on Saturday. You're loaded up, dude. It's a loaded week for me. Man, Uh, you're basically on tour. (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of styles i've like i gotta i still haven't learned the pocket candy songs and dude so that they're like some you if you don't know who they are they're like some local great local musicians in san diego that they kind of have like a a, it's 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 kind of like fusion funky fusion jazz kind of yeah seems like so they used to be called what were they called? The Side Hustle. Yeah. They used to be called The Side Hustle. And Kevin Freebie was in that band. Yeah. And um and so now they're uh but they've moved they've they had to change their name and they went through some changes and like so I don't know who like who's on bass now? Oh, who's playing bass? I don't know if let me see. I can't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> I've never met him. Harley? Oh, Harley. Great, dude. I don't know him, but Harley's I'm, dope, man. I'm sure he's good. Yeah, Harley is the nicest guy in the world and a great bass player. Super solid. Awesome. Like he's so cool. And um he's 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 actually played with Shuffle and Bang before. We we brought oh, him cool. in for that. And then I've done some wedding gigs with him. He's a great upright player too, like really good. Um yeah, he's such a such a cool dude, and he can play like his balls off. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, he's great, man. He's that's that's a solid band right there. And then like Ian is uh, obviously like he's like one of the stars of San Diego. Like he's one of the best guitar players in town. Yeah, he seems like he rips really hard. Yeah, I'm a little nervous. There's, you don't have anything to be nervous about, though. Like that. <laughs> you like yeah you don't have anything to be nervous about because it's like you're the it's the vibe like it's the it's the right vibe um and like playing with harley is not at all like that you and harley are like very similar as far as like attitude and like playing and like you get he's gonna just you're gonna he's the nicest dude sweet and it's not like he plays a lot around town and does a lot of things but there's no, trust me, there's no reason to be intimidated. Like Ian will have like, he kind of has a vibe of like that you think he's like kind of maybe too cool for school. I mean this in like a not a mean way because that was my impression of him. Like I thought this dude really rips that guitar and he mm-hmm. plays drums too. He plays oh, drums no. really well. Yeah. Oh, great. No, it's not like that. Thanks, dude. Corey. It's not like that. But the then guitar's gonna be better than me at drums too, huh? Well, no. I, there was some times where I got intimidated. <laughs> I got the same vibe, like where I was like intimidated by him as a guitar player and as as a drummer. And but then like we started playing, and then there was like one day where like I made a mistake and he like laughed at me. And I took it the wrong way. Oh. And I like immediately got on like the, the that version of me came out. Oh no. Where I like kind of barked at him, like, yo, dude, like you don't freaking laugh at me. <laughs> and then he was kind of like, I'm sorry, man. Like, you know, and it was like totally different. And and then I mistook it was my mistake. I mistook him. He was just 
laughing like we always do. Yeah. I'm always the first one to laugh at mistakes. Yeah, but mistakes like, can be pretty funny. But, yeah. But I know what you mean. Like when it's like a new a new relationship or like a, yeah. you know, not a fully established. I don't know you like that. Yeah. And, and I think he was like, <laughs> yeah, you know, Corey's one of the guys, you know, and like me and, and Kevin Freebie and all of us were like, you know, we have that banter. We're laughing at each other. We're trying dumb stuff like, you know, to get a rise out of each other. And so he was, I just... I was I was coming from a place where I was already feeling like inferior and intimidated. And then once we got past that, I was kind of like, oh, it wasn't like that at all. That was just my stupid insecurities. Then we were totally cool. And then then I did that that video with them during the pandemic. It was like a Nirvana cover. And I I he I I didn't know what they were. I didn't have a clear picture of what they were doing. So he's like, hey, we want you to do this video with us can you record drums from your place so i thought i was doing a session for them yeah. so i recorded the drums as if i was doing a session not like a video where you know so i i basically played like i he sent over a chart i played exactly what was on the chart which was just like a beat no fills no nothing and just kind of played it exactly like it was written which song is um uh i think it smells like teen spirit oh, okay cool they did like a like a jazzy, you know, funky version of it. So anyways, I did it, sent it to him and he was just like, all right, man, thanks. And then Kevin freebie was like, dude, why did you send that? And I'm like, that's what he wanted. Right. He sent me a chart and he's like, no, we wanted you to play like you. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> and it was like, I already sent it to him. So it was like, I basically sent him a smooth jazz drum track. Like it was just, <laughs> you sent him the MIDI drum part. I literally acoustic, sent him. Yeah. yeah. But acoustic drums. Yeah. I literally played minimal fills like, and nothing flashy at all. Oh man. And so he was kind of like, okay. Like, I mean, like we've played together a million times, you know, but he's just like, I mean, I thought you would have like brought it a little harder than that. Like, this is just like you playing a beat. Oh man. And so I'm like, oh man, I'm sorry. I'm like, dude, I know you were like on a time schedule here. Would you like allow me to just do it again? I'm like, I, I thought you wanted just a recording of this. I didn't know you wanted like me. You're trying to put a video. <laughs> yeah. Together. And so I'm like, let me redo it. And so then I just put, you know, I put as much as I could it was a little difficult for me getting doing it all on myself and like all my all on my own. And this was like in the beginning of the pandemic, you know? And so, but it came out, it came out. Okay. I was pretty happy with it. And, but it was what it, what it was, was their concept was when they were the side hustle, it was like the side hustle was bass guitar and sax. And then they feature other artists. So they were like featuring me as one of the drummers in San Diego and then featuring this organ player. Uh huh. And so it was like, hey, we're putting out like it, he started posting it like this is coming out featuring Corey Kingston. And then I'm just like, boot, cut, I'm like, that's not featuring me. I thought you wanted a session, you know, like. And so <laughs> so that's why Kevin was like, hey, man, like we're featuring you. Like, why wouldn't you just do a little bit of something? You know, I'm like, oh, so I'm so glad they let me redo it. That's cool. Anyways. Yeah. That's how I know Ian and like, he's an amazing guitar player, dude. Like seriously, you're going to have fun with him. That dude like builds solos and like makes them like 
to where he's like screaming on guitar. He's a yeah. great I, I've guitar seen a player. couple of videos of him and like uh, they sent me some original recordings. Nice. And yeah, it's going to be I'm looking forward to it. I think you know, we have a rehearsal to prepare for it, which is cool. Yeah. And uh I think it'll be good. There's a there's if they're doing all their other stuff that they've ever done, there's some tracks on there that are like there's some stuff. <laughs> yeah, he sent me a set list and uh there's a, like a couple originals um in the set. Yeah. And there's at least one that I was like, "Oh boy." There might be one a couple that Kevin wrote and like they're like full on I think I, I all I don't know at least the the way they're um, labeled that I think they have who wrote them or they it's either Ian or, or Ross oh yeah okay songs. so maybe they're not doing his songs anymore I don't know there's this one called bad timing mm. that is is pretty it's pretty cool it's like an interesting thing where the, it's like this riff um, like a, a yeah it's basically a melodic line played by like each part, like the bass player plays it or the horn plays it or the guitar they're all together, uh, but it shifts, uh, but time doesn't. Uh. <laughs> so like the court, like it stays in, I think for the most part, it stays in 4-4. Four, four. I haven't really studied it that deep, but it sounded like it stays in 4-4, four, four, but the riff will displace itself. Oh, man. So it, <laughs> it's, it, it sounds like it's getting mathy, but it's just moving the riff over by like a beat or two or whatever. Yeah. He's pretty good too about charts. Like if I, normally every time I've worked with him, he's are with them. They, they send charts accompanying and they say, they normally send tracks that are like done, like with Ableton or whatever, where like you can, it's like, okay, here comes the end. One, two, three, four, oh, you know, cool. and like all that kind of stuff. I mean, I'm not saying that's what's happening with it, but yeah. for that recording session, that's how it was. It was like, okay, here's the intro one, two, you know, and then, and then like, all right, we're going to go to the bridge here, you know, like stuff like that made it really easy. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. They sent, they had a bunch of PDF charts and okay. some tracks to, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be cool. Tra- his yeah. charts are super clean too. Like even for me to like read them, it's like, it was really easy. I actually was using one of his charts as an example for teaching my students how to read like proper, like when you have a session, here's, here's what a chart will typically look like. Yeah. And, um, it's really good. The, the, the lead melody. Well, yeah, this was an actual drum chart though. Oh yeah. The one for that Nirvana thing, he sent an actual drum chart. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And it's, it's really done. Nice. It's really cool, man. These, these are great to work with, man. He's like, you're going to have fun. And, like if they're asking you to do it, they don't ask anybody that they don't want to play with them, you know? So yeah. you're already like, there's nothing to be worried about They're They like, they only use guys that like they want to use. You yeah. Know? I think it does. Abe, Abe plays with them. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I don't know if he, whoever played drums on that, um, bad timing track would just it's probably Abe. killed it. Yeah. It's it was Abe. so tight and so good. Like so tasteful. Dude, do you remember their like jingle bells with with Zach? Yeah, I was just watching that the <laughs> other day. It's it's mind blowing. Yeah, dude. it's so great, good. dude. The, and it's so that's a complicated arrangement, man. Yeah, and that and it's just like I think Kevin arranged that. It seems like it was easy. Yeah, way, I mean, I don't know the way you know, Zach played it too. I was Zach just, is bro. just dude. That guy is incredible. Yeah, he's got he can cut like he can he can do anything. Zach Major, by the way, we're talking about. <laughs> 
I saw his brother yesterday at a Mexican restaurant. I just Jake, walked in. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I told my wife, oh, that's that, that's Jake Nager. And then she's like, who's Jake Nager? I'm like, dude, he's like one of the funkiest dudes in town. Like, and he's so played good. with Big Daddy Kane. Like, yeah. he's played with like some, some people. And she's like, really, that guy? And I'm like, you have no idea. That dude is like the funkiest, him and his brother, the funkiest fools in town. <laughs> yeah, he was the, one of the first drummers I saw in San Diego play. Like, he, I think he was opening for Thundercat. Oh, really? Dude, I when I was in Suedehead, so Suedehead was like this British, you know, that our singer was from England and like, it was like this British soul thing, but British soul, like Northern soul and all that stuff is like, you know, it all goes with like mod stuff and it, it goes hand in hand with like the ska scene. Yeah. But um, so we were the international soul rebels. That's like the sub line of the band like we're called suedehead but the international soul rebels and we opened for one of his bands i don't know who it was but he was on drums and his band was on fire and he was dude he was just giving me the that ain't funky look all night no really (laughs) (laughs) all night dude he was just giving me the like yeah that ain't funky you guys are calling yourself soul that ain't soul Oh no. And I'm just like, Hey, I was, I remember I was like, yo dude, I'm from San Diego. Like I was talking to all the musicians, like, man, I would love to jam with any of you guys. And all of them were like, like, nah, bro. We got Jake. Nah. They were just like, not feeling me at all. Like your band was not funky. And I was like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) we're not funky. We're not trying to be funky, man. This is a different era of like different vibe of soul music. Yeah. Oh man, so, that's funny. He was giving me the, that was like the first time I met him, and he was just like, he was giving me the like, you know, I don't demand any respect or anything like that, but it was like, we were. He was giving me the like, I'm talking to you because you're a drummer and you have to. I have to. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I, I'm in, interpreting it wrong, but I do remember. You know, after I got to know him and Zach, I got to know like that. It's like. They're, they have that vibe of like, if it's not funky, they're going to be like, that ain't funky, you know? And like, that was the vibe. So, (laughs) but then I saw him again. He was, he was playing at Eddie V's one night and we hung out for a minute and then he was teaching somewhere and we were talking about that too. And like, and then we, like, we both played on Bobby Caressi's album and we were at that gig together and like in our own worlds, you know, we're just different things, you know? Yeah. Like, and so I played the reggae song on Bobby's album and then he played like the funk song on Bobby's album, you know? And so, so yeah, it was like, I always, and I ran into him yesterday, but it's like, we're not homies. Like, I don't know him, but it's like, when I see each other, it's like, Hey, what's up, man. And like, that was kind of it. And so, but yeah, that's cool. Um, Oh, one thing. Jimi Hendrix set. Yes. Back to the 27 club thing. Went really well overall, but it was dicey getting because we never rehearsed with this dude. Oh yeah, it's this dude that was like, um, it, that's his thing. He's a Hendrix impersonator. Oh, did he light it on fire? He didn't light it on fire. He did play with his teeth okay. at one point, but he, uh, yeah, I mean, he looks so much like really. <laughs> yeah, he's like got he's uh, he, yeah. If you see any of the pictures of it, you'll see you're like, oh yeah, he, he looks, you know. Obviously, he doesn't look exactly like him. But yeah, but he has the vibe. He has the vibe and the look, and he's 
but he kind of carries that off stage even he's like <laughs> he's like kind of always in character yeah it's like very internalized into who he is really nice guy he's taking it serious but we never rehearsed with everyone else we had like a, we had one rehearsal yeah with each singer to prepare and uh, we never rehearsed with him until the belly up oh my gosh and the plan was to try to you know run a, a song or two and we ended up running like all the songs several times and really like, yeah oh no it was part of why the it was part of why the sound check took so long uh <laughs> was he like does he have a band normally or is he just like i think so how he, could you guys mess the, i mean it's well, like he flew he flew in from oh. uh like he he couldn't rehearse because he lives out of state and okay. he just flew in for the show but um Everything went fine, ultimately. It was good, but it was just like one of those, you know, things where it was like, some of the Hedrick stuff is, can be, people can interpret it different ways. You right, know? right, yeah. And there's one there's one example that apparently a lot of people interpret differently, and that's the intro to All Along the Watchtower. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How do you count that in? So one, two, three. Yeah, that's how I. That's how I finish it, though. Well, I, I, if I was going to a gig right now. Didn't and they are like, hey, let's. Can you guys do all along the watchtower? I go. How does it? What's the intro? You know. Okay, cool. You guys ready? One, two, three. I would go one, two, one, two, three. Interesting. Okay, so that's how he felt it. That's how he wanted to do it as well. But that's not how it goes, though. That subtracts one eighth note of time uh, from the actual intro. Okay, but but this is me though, not hearing it, just going off of memory. Yeah, and I'm trying to go the safest route to get us through the song. It's fine. No, it yeah. makes. Sense. I think a lot of people but, think of it that way. I'm not saying that's like unacceptable or whatever. Okay, but but let me let me say this. In my lessons, I say this all the time. If you're playing in a cover band, you're at a casino, you're at a wedding or something, somebody calls that song, that's the route you take. But now if you're in a tribute band, you have to play it right. And you, you gotta do the drum fills. Yes, right? There you go. That's what I'm saying. So anyway, that was a that was a curveball at sound check, was that he was feeling like that. And then oh, so boy. I had to kind of like so obviously I had to, f I, had, I had to come over to his, the way he wanted to do it yeah. and do the intro that way, which is like, it's doable, but it, you know, I had learned like note for note, what the drums oh, do in the man. intro. So when you displace it by an eighth note, it kind of, it's oh. kind of a lot to process the day of the gig. Yeah. You know, the, every fill, you know, everything he does on the, in the entire intro. I have a I have a similar situation like that on my gig yesterday, but anyways, go ahead. So anyway, it worked out fine. I just did a simplified version, and and once we got into the song, it was like normal. Yeah, you know, was, everything else everything else of the set was great. We shredded it. It sounded awesome. Wow. I feel like I did a, a decent job of of doing my Mitch Mitchell impression. Yeah. And 
and it was good. But later I went and I had to double check because I was like, yes. you know, I want to see how Hendrix did it live. That's what I, so I went, oh yeah. I watched videos of Hendrix doing it live. He does it like the album. Okay, so how does the album actually go? Like, it what comes is the count on the end of three? One, two, three, and four, and one, and two, uh. and four, and one, and two. So what was I counting? I was counting. One, and two, three, and four, because you can tell, because Mitch does heavy quarter notes. He does, like, uh. these tom hits on the downbeats. He, his his phrasing leading into the song is very in time on the beat. But can't... So it's just so this dude is displacing it by an eighth note like me, like over yeah, starting on, on four. four. Yeah, one, two, three. But still has a pickup. Four and one and two and three. Wait, one, four. two, three, four. And, well, yeah, you're right. It just, basically where it, where it bottlenecks is the last measure, where all of a sudden, oh, a measure like an eighth note of time is missing. okay. But I also wouldn't. If it was me, I wouldn't play the exact fill. I would go one, two, three, four. Right here. I'd go into the beat right there. Yeah. I mean, it works. You're too literal, Phil. It's a tribute show. You're right. You're right. You're right. We're supposed to be playing it just like. Yeah. Or at least like the artist does live, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, that was just a fun curveball, and it's a, it's a, you know, a lot of people interpret that. Inter- See, to me, I was like, okay, he wants to come in with that riff on four. I'll just, I'll just switch over my thinking to coming in there, but then play it like I learned it. Yeah. Assuming that he was accounting for that eighth note on the other end. No. And we did that in rehearsal, and the beat was flipped. And I hate when that situ- <laughs> that that happens because then they're looking at you like you're the one that that doesn't know the song. You yeah. know, it's like no, I actually know it. Yeah, yeah. I hate that. And you feel like <laughs> yeah. So, but it was fine. It all worked out, and the show was really good. And and he was he was a great performer, and you know, That's cool. everything was good. Not one person in the audience though would ever be like, hold on. Unless you were in the audience, no one's going to be like, that is actually not how it goes. You know? It's- yeah. Well, I mean, usually there's the drums are a little more spunky than what I did on the stage because I just had to do what I, what I could get, what I knew would work yeah. and get into the song without the beat being flipped. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Yo, Funky Phil. Yo, Corey. We have some great listeners, don't we? Yeah. You know how they can be even more like dope than they already are? Keep listening. Definitely true. What else? Tell all your friends. Also very true. What else? Join the Patreon. All good things. But you know, the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store. Yes. We have so much like dope swag up there. We got men's shirts, sweatshirts. We got women's shirts. We got kids' shirts. Yes, onesies. We got socks, mugs, phone cases, stickers. We got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh, yeah. So I've been doing some, um, some like, 
random gigs, man. I've been doing some like corporate, a lot of corporate gigs these these couple days um, or a couple weeks. Um, it started like a couple weeks ago um, with a corporate gig, um, and I was so that that was the one I was like, what is okay? Some of these companies, dude, like. They, 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 uh, I don't get it. This was a big company. This was the one I sent you with like the Lambos parked in the front. That was actually at a gig? Yes. I thought you just sent me a photo. You like for fun, like Googled Lambo. No. And, and sent me a picture. I was like, they, they finally came in. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, I pull up to the gig. I'm loading my drums in. It's huge in like as huge, like, um, conference thing room full on dude tables stage set up like and then i see these two lambos pull up and they're like backing into the entryway like and i'm like what statement are you trying to make with two lambos in the front it's kind of (laughs) dumb i'm like like I, I just don't get it it's just not i just don't get it i don't know if i had a company i wouldn't be like oh I got it. Let's park two Lambos at the front. <laughs> it just makes no sense. But anyways, we start playing and like all we're, okay. So this thing is super unorganized. Okay. It's like, it's not super unorganized, not the worst, but it's, it's pretty unorganized. So it's like these people, they, this girl that they have in charge, she's only worked for this company for two weeks and put this whole event together. There's like probably 1,500 people there. So the Lambos was her idea. Like, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like she drove up in one of the Lambos. Like she, they rented them and parked them there. Oh, did they rent them? Oh, yeah. It wasn't the owner's Lambo. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. And they rented them. Like, so, okay. So it was like their end of the year, new year, like, award ceremony for this company and they were like a tech company what okay just a general tech some kind of tech company they help big major companies not get like hacked and stuff but they're not like an automotive no okay not at all they're not they have no relation to cars no they're like all (laughs) online computer style company like and they're a new company and they're all led by like young guys (laughs) and so they are really making a lot of money so they're like on the stage and it's like an award ceremony so the guy has this idea like two days before the gig that he's like yeah i kind of want it to be like jimmy kimmel style we're like so we're like a tonight show band kind of thing and they're like yeah yeah you know like i'm gonna announce somebody's name and then you guys just play a song and then and then you know end it and then They'll they'll say a speech or whatever, and then play a song out. So this is not Schmucky Metals. This is Schmucky Metals. Oh, this is Schmucky Metals. And so I'm like, okay, you know, we've done it before. It's fine, you know. And so he's like, yeah, you know, I have a bunch of awards to give away, and I'll be like, for the best, you know, sales rep, it's this person. And then we're like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. We didn't play that song, but like, you know, I don't know. Like, we just play it and I'm, I'm like looking and I'm it's a lot dude it's a lot you know and then I have to see when they're like thank you and they walk off and then I have to or they come up they accept the award I have to stop it yeah you know or wait and so it was like they were like we want you to play them on and play them off okay but the guy comes up and he's just like yeah you know like Jimmy Kimmel style you know what I'm saying and we're just like 
How many of these? Oh, you know, I got a few, you know, probably like, you know, like, so we pull 30 songs, 30. Uh huh. And it's just like, I mean, it, it was fire drill, dude. Like, all right, so for this next award, we have this person. And then I'm like, one, two, three. And we go into it. The guy walks up to the stage, gets his award, waves, walks off. We end it. And I have to like end it like, creative ways to end it dun, 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 dun. and for this Debbie next Boone. yeah then this next award is you know and then you know we're i don't know it's just like crazy but it's like we get through our songs in like the first 10 minutes dude oh man and he's like all right we only got like he's like so that does it for the sales department now we have um all these awards and it's like we're out of songs so now we're just pulling a song. Uh, do blues and F. Here we go. Shuffle. Da, 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 da. Like seriously, that quick. <laughs> like uh, Valerie. Here we go. Dun, 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 dun. You know, it's like it's like, dude, we're pulling out songs. It got to where it was a joke. I'm like Inner Sandman. They're like, we don't know that one. <laughs> but it got to where it was like we were just we were just having fun with it. Oh my gosh. So it was it was really fun but it's like it's cool to test yourself on like dude okay i can handle these things you know like and they were like dude you really like know how to end these like set up and and you know you're you got a good eye for that stuff and i'm just like yeah i love doing that kind of stuff i would love to do some kind of like tonight show gig but anyways we finished that we're supposed to do that we're supposed to play a little bit for dinner do the award ceremony everybody leaves we pack up and we go home we play for maybe five or 10 minutes after that. And then we leave. Wow. So it's supposed to be pretty easy. We're done at nine 30. Yeah. They are like, this should be a soapbox, but they are like adamant. When we book the gig, we don't need a singer. We only want somebody to play music while they're walking up. We don't need to We just need an instrumental band. No. We want high end old school, like funky, like Motown, Earth, Wind and Fire, all that stuff. But we only want instrumental. We don't want any vocals. No, really? Yeah. So you didn't have a vocalist. So I go, I go to Melvin uh -huh. and I go, Hey dude, put the female singer that was in that story, put her on the gig. I said, even if she sits there all night and doesn't sing a song, she'll just get paid to be there. And I'm like, but put her on the gig. Trust they, me. They're going to want a singer at some point. They're going to want to, they're going to want a singer. Yeah. And this is what I'm saying about these people. Like, this is how these, this is how these gigs are. Oh, and so man. Uh, she's like, yeah, I, I go, Hey, I said, I know that you weren't expecting to be here. I said, I hope you're okay with getting paid to do nothing. I said, because you probably aren't going to sing at all. I just know how these things go. Most likely they're going to be like, yeah, we need a singer. So we do our whole thing. She, she was so helpful, dude. She is so professional. She was so helpful, but she, she started putting together songs for us. And then she was able to call out, Hey, this song next, you know, in this key, and then we were able to do it. So we were all working together and it was pretty, pretty a team, you know, it was like, it was the a team, but it was, um, Ken Dow on bass. Ken is amazing. I don't know if you've ever worked with him. He's amazing, dude. Super good. Nice. Um, and it was like, we had full on the horns, everything, the whole nine. So we get done, we go, Hey, if you guys want to, um, after we're done, the, the guys like I go the, the the like lead guy goes hey we do have a singer here do you want us to just do a couple vocal tunes at the end and he's like oh that's perfect yeah let's do that when I'm done with the last award I'll say take it away to the girl 
and then we start playing. So she sings like one song and she's like, all right, well, they want us to keep going. So let's just do like three songs. And she's like, I'll do this song. I'll do this song. And there's like one guy that comes up after and he's like, sits down. He's like, I'm just going to enjoy the show. So we're like, all right, let's play another song. So we play another and we're like, all right, guys, thank you so much. Thanks for having us. We're the Schmucky Metals. Have a good night. Done. And the girl that got the Lambos and is booking all this stuff comes up. She's like, we need you guys to keep playing. We can't have you stop. And we're just like, there's no one in here. She's like, they really like the band. We need you guys to keep playing. And we're like, well, that's overtime. We are like, we don't do that for free. She's like, we'll pay you guys whatever you need. She's like, we need you guys to keep going. So I'm like, dude, we've been playing. I mean, this whole award ceremony was, was like an hour. Yeah. And like, I'm like, yeah, well, we need to take a break. She's like, if you take a break, you're going to, you're going to, everybody's going to go home. We need you guys to keep playing. <laughs> so we're just like, okay. So another hour. So now it's nine 30. Now we have to play to 10 30 or 11. So we play all the way to 11. Wow. Dude, I'm exhausted. We got overtime. I'm exhausted, but playing full on full energy, dude, the whole party comes in and is just partying, going ham. <laughs> And I'm so I'm like, okay, da, 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 thank you guys so much for the Smucky Metals. Thank you guys so much. We've had a great night. You know, and like you, I'm like, remember when you guys didn't want a singer? I'm like yelling that to the singer. Remember when you didn't want a singer? Like I'm like already, you know. Oh man. Done. End. Looks like you were the MVP, huh? The lady comes back up. We need you guys to keep playing. They're not ready to go home yet. She's no. like panicked. And I'm like, dude, come on. I'm like, we haven't had a break. We've been playing for like three hours. Yeah. We need you guys to keep playing. Double overtime. Yeah. And I'm like, it's going to be double. And like, um, and so I'm like, if I have to play continuous, that's normal double. But now this is overtime. And I'm like, and we've done like so much more than you asked. We like, I'm like, what if you got like some other band like in town? Like, hey, let's hire this band. Then you want them to do what we just did tonight. Like, and bring people on and end it and make this owner of this company look like a freaking genius that he has this amazing band in front of him. I'm like, not any band can do that. Yeah. And so dude, we play again. Another set. I'm, I'm exhausted. Like my back is hurting <laughs> and you know, like I'm pacing myself thinking, okay, I just got to make it through another hour and then we end. Yeah. And then I end and it's like, no, we need to play another hour. So I ended up getting like double fee. And then the last time I was like, we are not playing again. And these people, it's open bar. So these people are like ramping up as oh, yeah. the night progresses. And it is like, they are not going anywhere. If anything, they're multiplying. And it is like, it's <laughs> full on, dude. They're like, by the way, they they set the stage, a huge stage for just the guy to announce the people to come up for their award. And the band is in front of the stage. Half the crowd is on the stage dancing, like toppling over, almost falling right on top of me. There's a huge crowd up front. I mean, everybody is going bananas, dancing and having a good old time. I'm like, like, look what you guys, you like, how did you, I just think about like how people hire us. And I, I was telling Anthony Smith, like, I go, man, I said, what if they got a different band? You know, like, oh yeah, <laughs> like what There's if very few bands, yeah, that I'm, could that could pull that off. I'm like, are we doing too much for the money? And he's like, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I mean, what do we do? Do we just phone it in, or like? And he's just like, I mean, I don't think we phone it in because at that point, it's just like we're playing kind of for each other, you know. And I'm like, I just feel like sometimes we do too much, and then it leads to like 
these people weren't taken advantage, but they got kind of lucky, you know, that like, I don't want to, I don't know any other band that I can use in as, as an example, but like, you know, if they, if they came to Tin Roof and they saw the showcase and then the band that sets up after you, they think that's the schmucky metals. And then they're like, okay, cool. We'll hire you guys. And that band shows up. It's, they're not going to get the same thing. You no. know what I mean? Yeah. And this is a major, massive corporate event. It was like, no, like the thought of paying us, you know, a couple hundred dollars more meant was nothing. like nothing. Peanuts. It was like, that meant they probably would have tipped that at, like, at the bar. The Lambos outside probably cost more. Yeah. And the gifts that they were giving away, they <laughs> sent like two of their employees to the Super Bowl for like, just say, like... They rented like a, an RV for a few weeks, like a huge motorhome, and like gave them like a full family vacation. They rented the Lambos for two of the guys for like a weekend, like all kinds of stuff. They were wow. giving away stuff, dude, like as as prizes. And oh, like, so the Lambos were prizes. I think so. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then it makes more sense. They was like, "You see those cars out there? You get to drive it for a week." You know, like that kind of thing. Uh, you know, it's like, yeah. Okay, now it makes sense. Yeah, I thought yeah. they were just eye candy. Oh, well, I thought it was. I think it was. They're just pri they're prizes. But I've been having some gigs where it's like it's like that, where it's like, uh, you know, like uh, yeah, I I did like a, I played for I played with Rebecca Jade on um I Ooh. played at Humphreys first time in a long time. That's they what I'm playing tonight. Oh yeah, they didn't put the the fish bowl on me. Right. It was nice, and um, sound guys are different now though. They're they're a lot better. They're really they're really friendly and like cordial. They're yeah. not like the bartender's nice too. Who I was doing sound. Was it Sam? Think so. Bigger guy. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, he was, and I was so quiet. I was playing so, so, so quiet. Oh, I'm sure you love that, dude. I played with John Hartford. I don't know if you know him, guitar player. He's like six, seven, six, eight, and like he's as tall as you. Taller, yeah. No. And he's, <laughs> I'm only six four. You're six eight. <laughs> mm -hmm. I would have to like duck in the doorway. He's an incredible guitar player. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so so good. But get this. Played drums with Rebecca Jade. Rebecca Jade was playing bass. What? And I say playing bass. I don't mean like, oh, that's cute. She's playing bass now. Like she's holding hall notes while she sings. No, 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 no. She's playing bass. I believe it. Yeah. And she's singing like her normal self, but also playing at the same time. Oh, that's trouble. Dude, I'm, I'm like, at this point, you don't need to book a bass player on your gigs. Like you're the bass player. That's awesome. I'm just, I mean, perfect, perfect, solid timing. Like she's not doing like crazy flashy stuff, you know. She's no Nick West yet. Yes. Yeah. But she's yet. But <laughs> she, yeah, she's but she's holding it down for sure, and it was a really fun gig. And then last yesterday, what's today? Monday. Yesterday, I played on KUCI, KUCI News. KUCI or KUSI? KUSI. Uh -huh. um, and uh, so it played with Soli's band. I don't know if you've heard of Soli, but he's like a radio guy and a TV guy. And, um, and dude, a great band. Amazing. But was Anthony Collins, does he play with them? Anthony Collins, no. Is Anthony so. Collins a, what, does he play piano? He's a guitarist. No, again. John Hartford plays with, with oh, Soli. Okay. Um, Trace is normally their drummer. I don't know if you know Trace. Fat pocket dude, like big, yeah. big pocket dude. Really solid drummer. Nice. 
And so I had to sub for him and, um, it's, it was super involved again. Another, another situation where I was just like, Whoa, dude, like I, I definitely can handle it. This is what I thrive on. I, I thrive on like being the guy that can come in and sub on your gig and not let their, let make it feel like there's a sub in, in your, you know, I want to make it seamless. Yeah. And, um, and so, um, yeah, but they're, they're like, so I, I was thinking typical, like a schmucky metals gig, show up, play a few tunes, cover tunes, whatever. I didn't think it was like, I did. I, I've never seen Sully's band and stuff. So I didn't know that it was like as full on as it was. Oh man. It's, it's full on dude. Your horn section, full horn, three piece horns. Woo. I mean, full on guitar. Is it originals or there's covers? Yeah. Originals and covers, but his covers are like originals, you know, like he does it his way. What's the vibe? It's like bluesy, funky, with like a Jamaican flair. Whoa. So I know. you're like the perfect drummer for that. I think Trace is the perfect drummer for that. Okay. I'm I'm a perfect sub for that. You're the perfect sub for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not reggae, though. It's just got an element of reggae. Yeah, it's, but you know all Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> so they, they did like an Earth, Wind & Fire song. They, oh, cool. they did like an Otis Redding song. What song? Uh, if you remember, I can't remember the Otis Redding song. Um, so, well, let me, let me paint. They did in the stone though, by earth, wind and fire. Nice. Great, great song. But, um, so they didn't do September. <laughs> God, <laughs> but I was thinking that I was thinking like, okay, yeah, it's like, you know, just show up and play. <laughs> God, I hate that. I'm so, I love earth, wind and fire, but I'm so over that song. You know, it's funny. Even though that song is super played out, it still doesn't bother me as much as Uptown Funk. It. Oh God, I hate no. I'd yeah, rather play that like a million times. I'd rather play than anything Uptown than Bruder Mars, dude. <laughs> anything. <laughs> um. So I I show up. So so James East is like the guy that contact on that that got me in oh, cool. involved. So he was like, I didn't know I had this gig though until I played with Rebecca on Wednesday with the guitar player, with John. John goes, yeah, I think we have a gig coming up on the, on Sunday. And I'm like, we do? Yeah, you're playing KUSI with us, aren't you? And I'm like, I am? <laughs> I'm like, okay, I am available, but I don't have that on my calendar and I did not know. And so uh, James mentioned it. Oh yeah, I, I have a gig for you, but we didn't go over details. You never solidified it. <laughs> So, dude, it's a good thing you're available. I'm like, yeah, it's good. So I text James on the gig. Hey, man, I just found out like I'm with John Hartford right now. And we're supposedly talking about KUSI on Sunday. Totally available. Just would like to know some details. He's like, yeah, man, cool. Sounds great. So during that, he sends me tracks. So I'm like, oh, okay, three songs. I'm glad that I got these songs, but I just was going to show up and play. Thank goodness I didn't. Yeah. He goes, Oh man, uh, do you have a way to like play stems? And I'm like, stems <laughs> like backing tracks. And I'm like, he's like, yeah, do you have a way like electronic trigger thing or something? And I'm like, well, I have like an SPDSX. I don't know if that'll work, but I'm like, are you sure you want me to do that? Like maybe somebody else should do that. And he's like, no, trace always does it. I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Okay. Whoa. So he sends me him, but it's only the click. It's like only the right ear. And it's like only the click and like subtle backing back. So I'm like, okay, 
I, I'm, I'm limited on my knowledge of what this is supposed to be, but I know that if unless this is just for the band only, there should be another track of the backing tracks, or else what's the point? Oh, yeah, the left out goes to the to the mix. To the mix. The right it's just is for you. Supposedly. Right? So he's like, you know, I'm like, if you guys are worried about me playing solid in time, or if you need me to know like what the tempo is, that's not a problem. Like I, I'm willing to play to a click, yeah. but I don't have to. Like I have confidence in what I do they wanted those backing tracks a bit but i'm like there's backing tracks right he's like no that's what he sent me and i'm just like this can't be right because i'm like it's only in my right so and i'm i loaded it into GarageBand. i'm like look i sent him a video like there's nothing on the left it's only the right and i'm like he's like yeah but it comes out mono on your thing and i'm like no no it's not going to work like that Huh. He's like, can you just call Trace? And so I'm like, okay. So I get in touch with Trace. And he's like, yeah, that's all it is. And I'm like, dude, we're misunderstanding. I said, is it so this is just for us to play to? It's not. And he's like, well, yeah, we all play to the click. But it's so that they can have the stems so they can have the, the backing track. And I'm like, no. Then I said, then what you sent me is wrong. I said, it's only the right side. It's it was only a, the click. It was just the click? There was no... And I'm like, I can load this into my SPDSX, no problem. Or I can play it from my laptop. Oh, man. But I'm like, I just don't think that's what is supposed to happen. Whew, it's a good thing you checked it out. And I kept pushing it. I said, dude, can you please just send me? I said, also, he didn't send me a WAV file. I, I can only load waves into the SPDS. And so he's like, all right, well, he's like, he just kind of was like, well, here you go here, here it is. So then he sent me two different tracks and I'm like, okay, there you go. So that's the backing tracks. Now I understand it. And now here's the, the, uh, the click for us. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so do you just put it in one, one pad and they, they let them handle right and left pan one left to pan one. Right. And he's like, no, I sub out the, the click. I'm like, I don't know how to freaking do that. Huh? So, dude, I had to go in. Dude, it was a, it was involved. I had to like go in. I had to load in two separate tracks onto two separate pads. One pad goes to the main, and it's left and right. And then the click goes out. I had to reroute it and go out as a submix, so that they it doesn't go to front of house. And then everybody in the band gets the submix if they want it. And then I had to link those two pads together. So if I hit one, both of them fire at the same time. Wow. And so, and that eliminates if you fire one, but don't fire the other. And then you can't fire the next one because then the click is off. And oh. like, so it worked out to where, and then I ended up having it set up exactly like he does. Oh, there you go. And I didn't, I, I wasn't sure about that, but like, so dude, I show up to this gig and it's full, like, it's like Gogo Bordello level. Like, full crew, full guitar tech, full sound, what? full in-ear rigs, full on, dude, full on. It's nice. like, you have your own mix, you have your own mixer, you have, everybody has, everything is done, like, full sound, full monitor guy, full front of house guy, uh, assistants, like, runners, it's like, wow, this dude obviously has like, uh, he does, he does well for himself. He's very like, does well, he has a sprinter van logoed out with the band logos and stuff on it. Yeah. It's KSI legit. doesn't pay you, right? No, <laughs> so, I've like, done that gig before. It's lot. free. 
That's a lot of stuff. And it's all promote promoting like this show that they have at the belly up or something, but they're That's a lot of stuff to bring. I mean, obviously all the musicians are being pay, paid and all yeah, the, the it, help is being paid. I mean, the, sorry, the techs, yes. all the techs are being paid. It's dude, this guy, I was telling my wife, it's funny that like, and I'm not trying to minimize what he does because the band is great, man. The band is really, really great. It's really tight. It's really, it's solid. But, um, it's like, I was like telling my wife, it's funny that like, you know, these kind of musicians like go that like this dude, this dude is, I don't know how to explain it. Cause I, I sound like I'm being mean, but this dude is, he's great. He's a, he's a great singer, you know? And, and like the, the band is really great. I can't say that enough, but, um, and they're like, they have like a real vibe, like a real family vibe, you know, like they do this a lot and they're very proud of what they're accomplishing. And, nice. but it's like, it also shows though, like if you throw a lot of money at something, you can really have a smooth sale, like smooth working machine, you know, yeah, if you can hire the best musicians and get best all the best equipment, best equipment, best techs. This dude had like one of those monitors <laughs> that was like, a, um, it, it was like, a so he doesn't forget his lyrics. You know, like it's like a TV with a, a teleprompter, but it looks like a monitor. Wow. He had even one of those set up. No way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's full on. Most singers just have an iPad attached no, to their No, this mic dude stand. had a monitor <laughs> that was a false monitor that was just a teleprompter. And then. Wait, so it looked like a speaker? Yes. But it, it was, sits in front of you like a, a TV wedge. On the floor, basically. Yes. It's a wedge, though. Like. That's insane. Yeah. He. He. He rolled up, doesn't touch his guitar. His guitar tech comes up and like puts his guitar on him. I see his guitar tech like fixing stuff, tuning stuff, puts it on him. And then he just like starts playing. I'm like, this is like, this is like a major touring act. That's rad. This is like, I mean, it's full text. That's full. cool. <laughs> and like, it's, it's, and then I show up and they're like, oh, they want another song. So we're going to do this one. And I'm just like, dude, I don't. Like, I'm not trying to freak out. I can handle it, but I don't know the song. On TV. And it's on TV live. I, dude, I'd be, <laughs> I'd be freaking out. I think you're perfectly justified to freak out but, uh, but in that situation. Dude, I try, I'm honest when I'm trying to say, like, I try to keep that disposition of like, hey. I can, I'm good. Yeah. yeah like, I know what you mean. Well, I, and I, I, I wouldn't want to show it, but I inside I'd be like. <gasps> well, no, but I try to keep my my disposition of like, if it's not me, who else is going to do it? Like, there's. I, yeah. I try to put myself on that level of like, this is what I get hired to do. I yeah. get hired to come in and be able to handle the job. Yeah. You know? And so I'm like, yeah, I mean, if we got to do another song, we got to do it, but can we rehearse it? Like, <laughs> and so James is like showing me a video of it. He's like, it's good. And then there's like a couple things where I'm like, I've like, it's not like, okay, yeah, I've seen them before. I've played with them before. We've jammed. I've never played with these guys. Yeah. I've played with James. I've played with John, but I've, I played with the trumpet player. I've never played with this band. Yeah. And they have things and like, they are a band. It's not like they use different rotating musicians and they have, you know, general cues and stuff. This is their band. They all have their mixes. Everything is the same. It's like they rolled in. It's like somebody rolling into Gogo Bordello and being like, okay, I'm subbing for you and you just got to know the stuff. And he's like, we're going to do this song that you've never heard. Yeah. You know? And Ooh. it's like, it's just, it's just crazy. And so I'm like, gosh, man, like <laughs> this is, you know, and so it was like, this is, this is, you guys got to understand what you're asking for. You're throwing a wrench at me here. 
I learned the three songs that you asked me to learn. I loaded the stems in here. I did the whole thing. I got on. I mean, I went the extra mile and now you're just like, let's do this one. Yeah. And you don't have the stems for that. Obviously. No. And so it ended up being fine, but it was like, they're trying to like, tell me like, and, and it, well, then it's like a teaser. So then we're just ending in random places and uh, this isn't me leading the band. So I can't set up the ending, Yeah, <laughs> you know? And like, I was just like, dude, oh my gosh. And they were really, they were really stoked. They were really impressed. Like they were like, they, they even gave me like a more of a shout out. Like they, they introduced everybody in the band, but then, um, he had the newscaster lady come to me and like, talk to me. And she, he's like, you need to talk to this guy because this isn't our drummer. He's like, she's like, this is, he's like, this is our first time ever playing with him ever. And he's like, before today, we've never worked together. So just, and so she's like, oh my goodness, hey, what's your name? And like, you know, I'm like, yeah. oh, my name is Corey. I own a drum school in town called Drum Brigade. And I'm like, and I work with a band called Go Go Bordello. And like, I'm like, and I'm really happy to be here. And she's just like, that is so amazing. I can't believe you've never played with them before. And I'm just like, well, you know, ma'am, when you're a professional like I am. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, that's the goal. That's always, yeah. that's like, I I know. I, I'm, I'm the same, same way I always want to know every detail and be able to yeah fit in as if their drummer was on stage well and when you're in this situation it's like you can't just you can't just like cruise in and like i mean this isn't that gig where you can just cruise in and be like okay cool what's the song yeah i know the song let's i mean this is like there's dudes reading charts there's one that like the the, the click is like pretty low in my ears and so i have to like really focus on that oh yeah for that that track and like and like it all went really well. Dude, he made me do a solo on the news, like live TV. And I'm just like, you know, it, it's good. But I, I was really happy with like, rose to the occasion. I did what I was supposed to do. I did my job. I felt like I did my job today and I felt like I did it well. And like, this is why I get hired to do this. This is why, this is, this is like truly what I do. You know, aside from touring and teaching and all that, I feel like this is what people ask me like, how do you know, like, how do you know the songs? Like, how do you, how do you do that? And it's just like, that's why I get paid. You know, that's what I'm here for. So it was like, it was cool. That was a fun gig. And it was like an amazing band, dude. It was really cool. But it was like, it was funny to think that like, in my mind, I was like, yeah, it's a local band. I wasn't trying to minimize what they do because they use very good musicians. Mm -hmm. But I was like, it's a local band. This dude has some money and he like pays all the right musicians to do what he wants. And then when I showed up, I was just like, wow okay this is like sound was pristine perfect dude Woo. in your ears just perfect perfect reverb perfect amount of reverb perfect amount of slap back like perfect everything my toms are just like beautiful like Woo. so cool and like i was just like i barely had to adjust anything you know so it was it was cool my wife got to come we got we got hired on as newscasters and then we got fired immediately dang it yeah but we got to sit in the chairs. So, and that was it. So it was like, that's what I've been like doing. And then, um, I just like, I don't have any gigs this week. I don't think I have one on Saturday. And then like, I had, I had one on um, Saturday this week and it was just like another wedding, but I've been, um, I have a, I have a pretty short soapbox that I should get on. And then we got to wrap this show up. trying to hear that right now some of these fools on these gigs phil fools 
<laughs> what happened? Okay, not the musicians, but like I've been noticing that people, like especially some of the under other vendors or like some of the other people, been kind of, kind of getting a little like touchy and testy, you know, with us, and like taking liberties. That makes me want to like punch a fool in the face. <laughs> it all started with the lady. They're coming for you. They're going to kill you first. I remember her. Yeah. yeah. She's a gem. Okay. So I've been getting this happened on like, this is one of them. I can't remember, but I remember going here. Here we go again. The first one was a, another corporate event gig at, at, uh, at the um, rustic route in downtown San Diego, like gas lamp. It's right across the street from, um, the field and like um, prohibition. It's right directly across the street from that. Um, I've played there before. I've done another corporate gig there and um, it's a small, it's not a small restaurant, but it's a small place to have a gig. Mm-hmm. All right. And so um, basically they rent out the whole entire restaurant and they like kind of move the tables outside or move them into, a, you know, like San Diego's doing that thing, like in the, in the, in the street now where you can dine, like, yeah. Which makes parking even more of a nightmare, Yeah, more of a nightmare. Yeah. Um, so they like, I think they, they move all their tables out to that curbside, you know, dining thing that San Diego does now. And so we get there, we load in our stuff. We like, we, we start our gig, we play our gig, we do our thing, whatever, whatever, whatever. First of all, on this gig, they bring out food for the band. This is when I was in my super crazy, gnarly diet, like vegan diet. They bring out fried chicken and like greens with like bacon in it or like milk or something in it. Mm. And I'm like, and so it's super good. It looks super good, but I'm like, I'm not eating that. Yeah. So I go, oh man, like I go, I'm a vegetarian. So this isn't my soapbox, but the guy goes, oh, okay, sorry. And just takes the food away. That's it, huh? And Cut that's and dry. it. That's sorry. it. You don't get to eat. And so the guys are like, hey man, I would have eaten it. And so I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take it then. So I just take it and hand it to the guys. Like, I'm not going to eat that. And then the guys go, Hey, there is a vegetarian. Of course the cook comes out and goes, no one told me that I don't have anything prepared for a vegetarian and just like walks away. That's it. And so the female singer, the infamous female singer that I'm always talking about Uh is great, but she doesn't play that. She's like, um, and you guys need to go get, make another vegetarian meal because there's two vegetarians in the band and I'm one and he's the other. So you guys need to go make something. And I'm like, well, I brought my food. So I hate to, give in that easily. But she's like, I don't care. They need to do, that's part of our contract. They need to do it. Well, anyways, long story short, at the end of the night, we are packing our stuff. We're trying to get the heck out of there. Yeah. Over this. So first of all, we end the night. They're like, thank you guys. You're so great. Some of the executives are sitting outside on the patio and they're smoking their stupid cigars and drinking whiskey. Uh huh. So we can't have you guys load your equipment out yet. Uh, no so you guys have to just wait here until they're ready to go they're gonna pay you for that right well so so we're supposed to end at 10 we ended at 9 30 because no one was into the music and everybody left oh so they're like we can't have you load out until after 10 30 or 10 okay so we're like 
So I'm like, well, what if I just like, whatever, dude, whatever. They're like, you guys can end early, but you can't load out. So I'm already irritated at that. Yeah. But whatever. So we start packing up our stuff, start loading it on the things. Well, they told, I guess, apparently they told the same thing to the, the restaurant, the restaurant workers start bringing in all the tables from outside and they're, it's like they're doing it on purpose. They're completely blocking us in where we cannot even wheel our carts out. No. It's like stools, tables, like everything stacked on each other. And they're like pushing it into where we are. That sucks. And so I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, yo, how are we going to get out? And they're just like, kind of just like not even saying it's just like not my problem. They're just like pushing it into place. And so it's literally now it's gotten to where we literally can't load out. We are like completely blocked in completely. I'm not exaggerating. It's not like, Hey, we have a little skinny section. It's like, they've blocked us in. They've put everything in our way. That's insane. And like, I'm not like, I keep saying it, but I'm not exaggerating. When I say there's a little space that we had to play. They saw all of our stuff there. They couldn't put any tables there. So they just pushed everything in. They're like working fast. Yeah, just put it right there. Just put it right there. Just pushing stuff in, moving stuff, pushing it. And now we are like, there is no way out. Like if we had to go out, we'd have to climb over tables, even if we wanted to walk out. Oh my gosh. So finally, Eric, one of the guys goes, hey guys, like we still have to load out a lot of equipment. We can't have you block us in. And they're like, just go out the other way. And he's like, there is no other way. You've blocked us in. You guys can't block us in. We have to. He's like, I'm not even taking. I haven't even taken my speakers off the stands yet. And I'm meanwhile, I'm trying to hustle up and put my stuff on the cart. He's like, I can't have you block. And they're like, just figure it out. Just go the other way. Like, just full attitude. What the heck? And I'm like, dude, I'm not. I go, what do you want me to leave my stuff here? I'm like, come on. And I'm like, what are we doing? And they're just like, just go out over there. And so finally, their their manager guy goes like. All right, fine. Just make them a little path. Just do whatever they say. Like full attitude. What? I'm like, dude. It's because of the vegetarian meals. Oh my God. (laughs) That happens every week. They didn't tell me. Getting back at you for making them make something special. Yeah. I hear that every week. They didn't tell me that. Well, sorry guys. They didn't tell us that. And I'm like, what do you want me to call you personally? Track down your number. Be like, can I have the number of your caterer so I can tell him? I'm like, what is it to you, dude? You don't have any vegetables back there. Why is it a thing? You're happy to give the band prime rib or like chicken cordon bleu, okay? But you don't want to give me all the sides. You can't just whip something up. Dude, well, I got a side salad. I guess you could just have that. Okay, cool. Because I got here at 4. I don't end until 11. And that's all I'm going to eat is a side salad the whole night. When it's part of my contract that I get a hot meal. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure most of the time it's not the caterer's fault. Like someone else dropped the ball and didn't convey that information or whatever. But still, like, you're all in in the same boat. Dude. It's not... It's not that much to ask for a vegetarian thing. If you're a real chef, yeah. you take pride in anything. And it's just because we're vendors. That's it. And they, you know, they don't, they, they, it's like their contract is to provide food for a wedding. And it's probably the bride and the groom or the wedding planner dropping the ball that you also have to provide a meal for the band. Yeah. And like, and so it, when that's not discussed, it's like them telling us, well, you have to play this song that we don't, you know, 
that you didn't learn. When they've prepared 50 plates and now they have to prepare 60 plates, it's like, well, we didn't, no one told us that. And one of them is a vegetarian. It's like, well, they didn't tell us that. That's not, my priority is the client. These guys are just vendors and they're not paying us. So why do I care? If one of the chefs said, hey, can I request a song? I'd be like, beat it. Don't even like freaking tell me. <laughs> Don't even ask me that. Don't even, why are you even talking to me? Yeah. And like, so I get it, but I don't care. Like, but this, the, that, like, you're playing a song is not a necessity to them doing their job. Yeah. And you, it's not the same for you. Like, you need food to do your job well. Right. Yeah. And it's part of our contract. I mean, really, the, the wedding manager, like, organizer should have been dealing with it dude and it's the same so it's that and then it's like this whole table thing then last like on saturday same thing i'm i'm like my drums are on their cart i'm like wheeling them out and then the, the venue manager which by the way on this gig we had a similar dj situation as the like bedazzled vest guy that was like playing distorted music and <laughs> telling me to keep it down it was this guy wasn't but he was a he was a young that guy in yeah. training uh-huh just very very into what he does yeah and just like hey ladies and gentlemen welcome to the wedding yeah <laughs> like don't we got a great band give it up for the schmucky metals oh yeah you guys are on fire <laughs> Yeah, he's he's totally that guy in training. Oh, I gotta take that sample. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the same thing. I'm wheeling my drums out. I'm like, all right, man, have a great night. Saying to the, to, to the guitar player guy that brought the PA, dude, great playing with you, man. Great working with you as usual. I'll see you on the next one, man. All right, take it easy. Start wheeling my cart. Venue manager wheels his stinking cart of tables right in front of my path, like where I have to like, whoa, stop. And then he's just like twisting it around and turning and like moving it. And I'm like, what are we doing? Like, you see me, dude. Like, what is going on here? It's like when people, when you're in traffic yeah. on the freeway and, and people are like cutting each other off to try to get like one car length further. Yeah. As if it saves anybody any and, time. And like, I, I just don't like this dude. I just don't like dudes with nervous energy anyways. This dude loved his job way too much. Mm. And like when I got there. I was the first one to get there and, and like the wedding was already going on, but we, it's like the wedding started at, at three 30 or four, probably four 30. And we don't play until like six or seven. And there's also supposed to be a, the venue DJ. So we're good, dude. Like I'm the one I got there first. I got there about four, four o'clock, four 30, wheeling my stuff in, or I'm looking for where we set up. And he goes, Are you with the band? And I go, yeah. And he's like, well, you're the first one here. And I'm like, oh, really? I'm like, okay, cool. And he's like, yeah, the, the groom's dad is like a little bit nervous that none of you guys are here yet. And I'm like, well, I'm, I don't care. Like, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure we'll be fine. I don't care. I'm like, what are you telling me for? Stop talking to me. I don't even know you. I'm not the guy that you need to talk to. Yeah. I'm sick of people talking to me, Phil. <laughs> I can tell. And like the same thing. We're sitting outside, dude. I'm in my nose in my phone. I'll talk to the other musicians and that's it. I don't care if you're one of the uncles that like you used to play drums. You want to know about my drum set. I don't care. Don't talk to me. You're a beautiful bride. Yeah. Goodbye. You're a beautiful bride, dude. Beat it. <laughs> okay. Stop talking to me. <laughs> and so 
This dude comes up and he's like, he's like, he's probably named Tanner, just a super like privileged Tanner. dude with like the hair and Biff. Yeah, you know, and he's just maybe a sweater tied around his neck kind of guy. He's hammer drunk, hammered. He just comes out and he just sees the band and it's like, why do you, why do you got to talk to us? Just let us have our break, dude. And so he's like out there by himself. We're outside trying to stay away from the people. We're having our own conversation and he just comes up. Hey, what's up guys? Um, so you're the band, right? And we're just like, so I'm immediately like, well, here goes Instagram. (laughs) And like, he's just like, let me ask you guys something. So you just like, you just like having like a little powwow right now. And like the guys are like, uh, yeah, we're on break. Oh, so that's cool. So where are you guys from? You guys from here? And I'm just like, don't talk to me. I'm just, I'm full of attitude, dude. Just, <laughs> I look at him in the same exact thing. Look at him in the eyes. He asks a question and then he's looking at me like, so you guys from around here? And then I'm just like, look down at my phone. <laughs> Like after he asked the question, look at my phone, like not, I'm not even going to entertain the thought of answering that. (laughs) Well, he's from Oceanside. They're talking for me and I'm like, not even looking up just like, huh, wonder what's going on on TikTok. And like, uh, it's just like, oh man, so you guys do this a lot. You guys like just play like all the time or like, and I'm just Mm -hmm. like. Looks like we got to get back up there. See you later. Like, I'm just like, I'm like, just don't talk to me. You know, people come up and they're just like, hey, man, you guys are great. And I'm like, thanks. You're a beautiful bride. And I'll just keep walking. (laughs) I'm like, don't talk to me and stop putting your carts and your tables and your stuff in front of me and give me a vegetarian meal. Yeah. You idiots. (laughs) I ain't trying to hear that right now. That's it, Funky Phil. These Dumbos. <laughs> These Dumbos. You just need to stop talking to me. I don't want to talk to you. Clearly. The thing is, though, it's only those weddings. Because, like, I love talking to people. I just don't want to be bothered. I just want to do my job. And I want people to realize that I'm on break. Yeah. Leave me alone. You know? So, that's it. Yeah. Great show, Phil. I told you it was going to be the greatest one we've ever done. It's fantastic. Yeah. Lambos. Lambos. Soapboxes. Oh, yeah. Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix count-ins. Dude. Stacked. Stacked, yeah. <laughs> Just like your week this week. You got gig after gig. High demand. Got a good amount of gigs. Dude, my brother-in-law is getting married this week. What? Yeah, so that's going to be fun. I got to do the Zoom wedding thing. Oh, oh, you you're the official... I'll set your wedding up guy now, huh? Yeah. That's my job now. man. You know how much I love weddings. I just love weddings. I know. You can't get enough. Nothing worse than having a day off and having to go to a freaking wedding. And you actually have to go to it. Yeah. I gotta be there. I can't get get out of it. Zoom guy. You know what I could do, though? What? Be like, I think I have COVID. Oh, no. Don't fall that. That'll get you out of anything, Phil. It, it's true. It is like a surefire way to, for people to be like, oh, okay, we'll figure something else out. Dude, jury duty? I think I might have the Ronas. <gasps> I never even thought of that. Send them a... Send them a uh... This is so irresponsible. <laughs> you, can't, this is, you can't do that. That's so wrong. I'm, I'm not going to do that. 100% joking. Yes, me too. And it is poor taste joking. If you want to get out of stuff, though, <laughs> just try it. No. 
I'm not going to get out of my brother-in-law's wedding. I have to be there. <laughs> but if I did get the Ronas, I would stay home. Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. We are joking, guys. Come on. Let's be, let's be real. Let's be serious here. All right. Yeah. I'm serious as you messing up my vegetarian meal. I'm sorry. I'm serious. I'm sorry. I didn't do it on purpose. Dude, thanks for opening up your castle. Thanks for coming to my yeah, castle. Setting up these amazing mics. Just setting the ambiance. You like our conga? Wait, we have a tabletop sitting on top of my two congas. Congas, yeah. That's the legs. I mean, would it's, we have it any other way? It's not super solid, but it is a table made from drums. Yeah. I scared the crap out of your little son because he didn't know I was here and I just walked out. Nine, <laughs> nine foot tall, black me. <laughs> your son is like, what the heck is going on? And immediately yeah. started crying. Yeah, he's he's a COVID baby, you know? <laughs> he, 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 he's very sheltered and he's not used to unexpected things. He's, he's down with black people, just not in his house. <laughs> just not as a surprise. Yeah. We went out to dinner. We went out to lunch like a couple weeks ago. That was funny. Him, and he was he's totally fine. Dude, he immediately, like, immediately was like, whoa, and started crying. There's another person here that's expecting. Oh, this is great. It was great. So, but it's all right because that's how we are when he's in our house. I'm going to cry. <laughs> you but should, go, goes around, comes around, Phil. I hold grudges, especially with little kids. <laughs> Um, all right guys so great episode episode 125 um 26 whatever yeah it's just a casual episode guys there ain't no crazy stories on this one we're just having fun um and um we might be back next week or we might not you never know because we just like to keep it interesting yeah yeah and um phil have fun on your gigs go see phil play yeah and then um you can't come see me play because i'm not playing anywhere yet no, it is 125. 125. You were right. Uh, drumbrigade.com, CoreyKingston.com, PhilPardell.com. Uh, thank you guys, and I'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell, and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Buscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things, or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like and subscribe.